Blog Talk Radio. I'm your host, Janice Tunnell, for today, Sunday, November 13th. Thank you guys for tuning in with us tonight. Um, We're glad to have you on the line with us, and um, we have a great show planned for tonight. Just want to remind everyone that if you have a comment or question for us or for our guests, please give us a call at 914-803-4399. Again, that number is 914-803-4399. Also, you can... um, Tweet us your questions, or you can email us your questions at beautygirlsmedia at gmail.com. That's girls with an S, media at gmail.com. Now I'm going to turn it over to Denise so she can greet you as well. Good evening, everyone. And once again, as Denise stated, thank you all for joining us tonight. I'm happy to have you all here with us tonight. We just want to thank our listeners for joining us on the playback, um, uh, you know, this past week and the weeks weeks prior. Thank you guys for uh, joining in, joining us and tuning in when you can't tune in live. Um, so we appreciate each and every one of you, and we appreciate all of the listens. So um, I think we're ready to get started. All right. And like we always do here, we don't do an official reading of a bio or anything. We let our guests introduce themselves. So Please welcome to the show, everyone, makeup artist Camille Calvert. Hi, ladies. How are you? We are wonderful. How How are are you? (laughs) Good. Uh, Thank you so much for having me. Um, So I am Camille Calvert. I'm over 30-year Emmy Award-winning makeup artist specializing in special makeup effects. Um, one of the first women in the business to do makeup effects starting in the 80s. And then I segued my career into I am the founder of Silkskin, which is the originator of silicone anti-wrinkle pads um, that I created in the early 2000s to get rid of predominantly chest wrinkles at the time, and um, uh, yeah, I was the originator of using silicone technology that was used for scars, and I decided to use it for wrinkles instead. Wow. I love that. <laughs> I do too. Now let's go back I a love bit. that. Let's go back just a little bit. Um, let's tell us about this Emmy 
award-winning career of yours. Um, how'd you get started? And uh, and and you said you kind of now you're just working with your product, and you're no longer doing makeup. Um, I actually am. I just kind of went back. I did take a segue of about um, eight years off uh, to get this business okay. really going. And uh, right. uh, But I just came out of semi-retirement uh, the other night doing, okay. they called me in to do the Halloween show on Dancing with the Stars. So oh, nice. That was, oh, nice. Yeah, that was great fun. Um, so, yeah, no, I got started uh, back in the 80s. Uh, I was a, I wanted to be in filmmaking. I was from New Jersey, and uh, mm-hmm. um, I actually wanted to be a production manager or screenwriter was my main goal. Uh, they ended up canceling my film program in college, in Stockton State College, if there's any New Jersey people out there. Um, and I had to come west uh, because I couldn't afford NYU. And uh, that I heard in California, if you got six months living out there, that you could get uh, into their California State Universities, or which I was coming for was UCLA Film School. Um, so, yeah, I drove all the way across country camping because I had no money with some friends, and we got out here, and I uh, um, couldn't get into UCLA. They wouldn't accept my undergrad credit, so I ended up going to the California State University and getting a, um, a degree in filmmaking. And then once I got out, I uh, was literally babysitting for an actress, and she was dating a production <laughs> manager. Um, and, of course, I was just all over him, like, do you have any shows coming up? What's going on? Because I knew nobody out here. So I was very persistent, and, and he said, yeah, we have something come up. You can be a production assistant on the show. And so I went on to do that, and I was craft service, which you ladies know well, because you're both makeup artists. Um, yeah, so I was doing craft service, you know, feeding the crew and, and, and the cast. And uh, one of my jobs was that um, they pulled me in for a scene. It was a, it was a horror movie with Barbie Benton. I don't know if you remember her from – um, she's a Playboy model, and uh, they pulled me into a scene where uh, they're doing a cutthroat gag. So the makeup artists were in there, and they did this big cutthroat gag, and the blood bursts out everywhere. And my job was to clean it up <laughs> in between takes. <laughs> so I cleaned it up, and I was like, "Wow, that's really cool. How do they do that?" So after that scene, I just planted myself in the makeup trailer and any chance I could get and just became a complete nuisance. And uh, after the show was over, I went over to, and it was Alan Apone of uh, Makeup Effects Labs, uh, extremely famous makeup artist himself, and I just started hanging around his shop, being a nuisance, like I said, and uh, there were hardly any women in the business then. There was a handful of us. Mm -hmm. This was pretty early 80s. And uh, he finally said, you, you, have to go, you have to get out of here and go to makeup school. <laughs> so I did. I went to Elegance Academy here in Los Angeles and did a whole year's program and you know, learned as much aspects of makeup as I could, but they didn't teach a lot of effects. But when I came out, I jumped back over to Alan Apone's and said, well, you have to give me a job now. <laughs> so I worked there. <laughs> And, and then I bounced around from all of the different uh, makeup studios that there were at the time, all at the same time trying to get my union days to get into the union. 
And uh, so basically that was it for the, the, the early career. Oh, wow. Wow, that's fascinating. Um, to get into the union. Ah, that's another great story because I just recently got my 30-year um, chip for being in the union. Mm-hmm. And uh, they actually, the union out here was on my street. I lived on Camellia Street in, in, in North Hollywood, terrible area. But it was, um, they happened to be at the end of my street. So I would go down there constantly. I said, can I get on a roster? And they're like, no, no, we don't take anybody off the roster. I was like, please, just put me on the roster. I would bring them cookies. I was so eager to get to <laughs> So and I was like, well, I do I do makeup effects and I do this I do that. So um, uh, one day I got a call at the shop I was working at and they said, hey, uh, we need somebody on my two dads um, to do an age makeup. And I was like, well, I'll be there in a second. So I went down there. <laughs> Annie Maniscalco was the uh, lead makeup artist. So she brought me in. And when I came in, she goes, you know, we have three people and I can't do all these with you. So I called back uh, to the shop and um, I got Michael Key, if you know him of uh, Makeup Artist yes, Magazine. That was, my, that was my next question. That was my next yes. question to you is, did you know Michael Key? Because you both worked on Star Trek. Yes, yes, yes. Well, I actually yes. <laughs> got him in the union. We got in it the same day. Um, which was awesome, <laughs> and uh, we actually got our 30-year chip at the same time because we got in at the same oh, time. Wow. So I called back because we were working <laughs> in the shop together, um, and, uh, yeah, so he came down, so we did. We got into uh, uh, in the union the same day. It was great. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Wow. That's something. That is something. So That's an amazing Speaking story. of Michael, Speaking of Michael, because you both okay, so you both got in the same day, and and um, and so I know he. Looking at your IMDb, and then looking at his, it, were you both um, at Star Trek at the same time, or were or were they different shows? Uh, no, no, he was always with us on Star Trek as well, as most of Definitely. anyone that knew effects in Hollywood uh, was at any given time. Um, I did Deep Space Nine. Uh, um, mm-hmm. I was the key makeup artist there under Michael Westmore. And uh, Michael Key would come in. Uh, he wasn't a regular because he would jump out and do all of his own shows as well, but he was there mm-hmm. all the time with us. Um um, on all the shows, because we would do, I was predominantly on Deep Space Nine, but I would jump over to Voyager, I did uh, Next Generation, mm-hmm. uh, and then every time we always had a break, because we'd work for 10 months, and then we'd have a break, and Michael Westmore would be doing a Star Trek film, so we'd all have mm-hmm. to go over there. <laughs> I was like, okay, if you don't want to do the film, you've got to book a vacation. <laughs> so, but yes, we were always, always on, yeah, so Michael Key, we have always been together. I love seeing him whenever I go to any of the uh, the makeup conventions. It's so it's great yeah, to see him. He's, he went off on his own and developed that magazine, which was like, mm-hmm. I was absolutely so crazy proud of him. You know, he filled a void and then mm-hmm. um, and then started with the conventions, which were just, yeah. just great because it's what we needed. I, I spoke at all of them mm-hmm. in the early days, um, you know, about heading shows right. and, and such. So, yeah, yeah I, have a, I have a great relationship with Michael. 
Oh, that's nice. Now, when did you start seeing things change for women in the effects industry? Did you, I mean, was how long do you think you worked before you started seeing more women doing effects? Well, we, uh, like I said, we all, every every shop had one girl <laughs> in it. And uh, like Erin Aaron McCash, Erin Kruger McCash, and there mm-hmm. was, you know, Jill Rocco. There was a bunch of us. You know, we all knew each other and, um, you know, we always had each other's backs. I think it started changing. I would like to say it was with Mike Westmore in um, mm-hmm. when he started Star Trek because he loves strong women um, and mm-hmm. he always hired women. You know, he had the biggest group of women effects artists there was. So I think I really saw the biggest change was with Michael because he, you know, he he started just hiring women, and uh, there was more women a lot of times than the, the men there, which was unheard of in those days. Um, yeah. So, yeah. So I think Michael Westmore definitely brought that out, and now now it's it's all women. It's it's crazy. <laughs> so. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> all the women. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> You're right, you're That's right. Funny. So when when did you um when did you decide to Okay, let's okay, let me back up. I don't want to ask that question just yet. Okay, so Okay. Oh. I'm assuming you earned your Emmys on Star Trek. Um actually, uh the second one I was for Star Trek, Deep Space 9. My first mm-hmm. one was for um the Stand. It was a um, Stephen King miniseries, and um, oh wow! Uh, yeah, I, I got it for that. Um, and it was funny because the first time I was up for an Emmy, I was up against myself because Star Trek was up as well that year, <laughs> and uh, we did win. <laughs> I won for um, I won for The Stand, which was very exciting because it was my first time, and it was just. It was so exciting. I couldn't even believe I was there. Um, and uh, then the following year, we got it for um, Deep Space Nine for, of all things, an age makeup, not even aliens. Um, so we oh, wow. aged oh, one nice. of the characters. Uh, so that was that was nice as well. And, but then I went on to get, like, nine more nominations <laughs> and then not oh, get nice. any. So I, I, I felt like Susan <laughs> Lucci. I was like, wait a second. Right, right. <laughs> Okay, so now now you're working and you're and you're you're going out here, you're heading up some of these shows and things like that. So take us through um, the process of like when you're when you're um, applying prosthetics. Take us through your your skin prep and then your cleanup of of the prosthetics. Ah, that's and important. I, I'm, I'm asking, <laughs> yeah, this is important because it's going to lead us into your 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 business and 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 you know and all yeah. that good stuff. So I just kind of want to set it up a bit. Well, you I know you guys know about the skin prep and especially prep for prosthetics, <laughs> but for pretty much any makeup. Um mm-hmm. and for prosthetics, yes, we really really have to protect the skin uh because you know they're they're wearing these heavy uh adhesives all the time. Mm-hmm. Um so I always 
prep the skin by using um, a toner. I always use Kiehl's, and the other day I found out, I was like, mm-hmm. oh, no, we're not using that anymore. <laughs> I was like, but I love Kiehl's. <laughs> um, but I prep that. Um, I use Sweat Stop at some point if the actor was sweaty, but I kind of wanted to make a barrier. So a lot of times we would put on a um, silicone barrier underneath, mm-hmm. uh, um, and then, then glue down the prosthetics. Um, my main, uh, one of my main actors on Star Trek was uh, Michael Dorn, who plays Worf. Um, you know, he's the, mm-hmm. the Klingon forever. Now, he, he has come from Next Generation. He was on our show. This man was in prosthetics almost every day for uh, most of probably 11 years. So oh, my wow. whole... My whole thing was protecting his skin because if you've seen him without makeup, he's beautiful. <laughs> so oh, wow. I, like, I have to protect this man's <laughs> skin. And I noticed that uh, dark skin tended to scar more. And so that was a mm-hmm. very, very big uh, thing for me with his shaving, with everything. I, you know, yeah. so I was always, you know, prepping him with the shaving. I used to use Ten Skin. I used to, um, mm-hmm. so yes, prepping of the skin is extremely important with prosthetics. Um, I like do like, like I said, a barrier down there, and then you apply the prosthetics uh, using the least amount of adhesive that you need but still being able to have it last all day. Um, with someone Thank like Michael, you. we had devised a whole way to put the head on him, the Klingon head, and we would glue it down to like a headband uh, instead of gotcha. the actual face. Yes, because oh, it was gotcha. like, yeah. So he just, um, yeah, so it was like we just had to protect the skin and then only gluing down certain areas. Um, there were many times I'd be scared to death if he was doing something physical that the whole head was going to fall <laughs> off. But <laughs> I dealt with that. <laughs> and uh, um, so but in, in removing it, now that's the next thing, um, because sometimes if it's um, it's been on there hours and hours, you know, some is 14 hours. So removing it, mm-hmm. you have to be extremely gentle there's so many removals out there on the um uh you know on the shelves however i always stuck to it's called isopropyl myristate and it's just a Uh synthetic beauty oil it is actually in um like neutrogena body oil that's how we first discovered it uh way back when dick smith um famous makeup man (laughs) yes (laughs) <laughs> he was the one that discovered this, that it, it did get off his PAX paint, which was a, mm-hmm. a, a prosade paint um, made, which was oh, just, it keeps everything on all day. However, it's terrible to get off, and you usually end up really rubbing the actor's skin, which you don't want to do. So, um, yes, we would use this and, and, like, soak these pieces off and uh, use as as little as, possible but get these pieces off gently so gently we had actors that used to rip their faces off they would just come in the trailer and rip them <laughs> off and i'd be like oh so, right. um, yeah so yeah so yeah very much care and then we use a um a cream called edapt uh which is um a plastic surgeon cream and uh uh and we use that i think at first was introduced that by bill corso who I've known since he was a kid, Academy Award winning, I think one or two times now. I'm not sure, but he um, he he 
turned me on to that, and that's it, it, it just brings the whole skin back into pH balance and everything because then you can put the prosthetics on again the next day. Nice, nice. Now, when did you when did you discover that um, that the silic the silicone prosthetics were you know were hydrating the skin and smoothing the skin? Well, this came about well, it was in the late nineteen nineteen ninety nine two thousand two thousand actually um, because we had started to use silicone prosthetics and I was very familiar with silicone because we used it for mold making. Uh, so I was familiar with, you know, how it reacted, what it did. And like I said, we did use a silicone barrier uh, for cream uh, mm-hmm. against, you know, for, for actor skin. But we started mm-hmm. using silicone prosthetics. And um, upon removal, uh, I noticed that the skin was very soft. But we still had an adhesive under there. But the skin was softer than with foam latex and pores were filled in. Um, so at that time, I started to develop chest wrinkles from sleeping on my side. And um, mm. my actresses did too. I had like two actresses. And I was like, oh, I really, no, no, i got to figure this one out. So uh, i got to stop it. You know, it's like we were sleeping with socks in there and, you know, we <laughs> just a pillow. And I was like, no, I have to have a barrier method, something that, you know, keep the girls apart while you're sleeping <laughs> and mm-hmm. on your side. And I just noticed that they were really bad in the morning. So it kind of, and then, then I had thyroid cancer. That's why I know it was 2000. Um, mm-hmm. And after the surgery, uh, I've been clear 22 years, by the way. <laughs> so nice. um, after, uh, after the surgery, the, surgeon gave me a little tiny piece of silicone this little flimsy piece of silicone and to heal my scar and I was like aha mm-hmm. wait a second mm-hmm. <laughs> I can create mm-hmm. a prosthetic that would you know go on my chest to keep my skin taut at night that was my only concern keep the skin taut so the wrinkles can't form so I did right. I created a prototype just like I would create a prosthetic and um, that's how I developed my first pad, the decollete pad. And I didn't actually know why at the time that it was even silicone was even healing scars. It was just, I just had my barrier method, and that was it. But then with research, I started researching it, and the way that the silicone is treating scars is that uh, the foremost one is by acute, uh, acute sorry, excuse me, occlusion. Uh, when it's placed over the skin, it becomes occlusive and draws all the moisture um, from your body to the surface. So it's plumping up wrinkles, but it's also hydrating scars. And that's what scars needed um, was hydration to keep them from forming. And also because of scars are regular collagen and mm-hmm. so are wrinkles. They are broken collagen strands. So it helps stop that uh, regular collagen in your system. So that's how that's how I ended up developing the entire line because it was based all on my prosthetics. Nice. Wow. What what are people saying about it? Those people who are using it, what are they saying about it? Well, first of all, the decollete pad, the minute it came out, it works overnight. So oh, wow. that was pretty 
it was instant gratification for me <laughs> as well as my actresses. And, you know, for the longest time, that's all I, I had. I didn't have it out on the market. I had it in my trailer. And, you know, it's gotcha. – yeah, I finally started. I developed my own website. Remember, I'm on Star Trek. You guys know the hours of Saturday. Yeah. You know, yeah. so I would go home late at night. I'd worked. I built my own website. Um, I did all that, and I just kind of threw it out there in, in, into the universe. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Mm-hmm. And I started getting a lot, a lot of feedback from it because it did work uh, instantaneously overnight. People were just absolutely amazed at this, as I was as well. <laughs> Now you, now you yeah. said earlier, you you stated earlier that um, you took like a like an eight year break to really work on your business, but I find that it it really takes that, especially as a makeup artist, when when you have a business like that, like cosmetics or, or skincare or something, it really takes you taking off or or just not working full time as a make makeup artist in film and yeah. television. I'm sure so really you get that business off the ground. Yeah, I'm sure you have that with your illusion cosmetics. By the way, yeah. the colors are fabulous. <laughs> I love them. <laughs> so I was picking all over that today. So um, yeah, I had to take take it off because I was doing the business. I also have twins, uh, boy and girl twins, and who are now mm-hmm. 17. But at the time, they oh, were wow. much younger, and. Um, I was doing a show called The Cape, was my last show that I headed, um, and we had so many prosthetics working that I had three different makeup companies producing them, but I was the one that had to be there, put them on, get everybody, you know, uh, uh, all my makeup artists in in tow. It was a very grueling show, Um, and... Though I loved the actors, uh, production was not the friendliest, and uh, so it was a very, it was a great show for, you know, my work. However, it was a grueling show, and um, I ended up in the hospital with exhaustion because I was doing my mm-hmm. business and twins and the the work. And so when I ended up in the hospital, my husband's like, yeah, "No, you make a choice. You make it now." And mm. and he said, it drives your business or 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 you stay in makeup. So I made the choice because I had taken so long to have these babies. I was like, you know what? Mm-hmm. I don't like missing their life right now. So mm-hmm. he said, you know, he's a cameraman. We met on Star Trek, and he's oh, like, you you do what you do, get it going. And so so he gave me that 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 you know place to do that. So. Yes, that's when I left, and that was 11 years ago. But I still dabbled. I still day-checked. I still mm-hmm. did, you know, did shows. And then uh, finally, I think my absolute last one, which was hysterical because I found the past the other day when I went on to um, Dancing with the Stars. It was, in, it was in one of my kits, and I pulled it out, and it was almost the day eight years that I had done uh, my Michael Doran, Wharf. Uh, he oh, wow. had said that he would never never put that head on again, and then I was called in <laughs> to do Ted 2 
because they convinced him to put the dang head on again <laughs> as, at, a, as like a convention, a Star Trek convention. And he says, I want it to look horrible. And I said, well, you're in luck because I haven't done prosthetics in a few years. So I went in and it was very cute because the press was all there. They said, oh, you know, he only would, he said he'd only put the head on if I came in and did it. So it was really, really Aww. cute. We had such a good time, but it was literally eight years to the day my last job till till I went in dancing with the stars. Oh wow. <laughs> and just happened no. to find the, the path in your kit. I know. It was like, cause I, of course you have to clean out all your kits. I was like, Oh good Lord. <laughs> this stuff is rampant. <laughs> but I did find that, that in there. No, how was it? How did it feel going business? back? Excuse me? Said, no, I was asking, is your husband still in the business? My husband? I think we're both asking. Yeah, is he still yeah, in the business? He is, and he is on Dancing with the Stars as well, which he kind of forced mm-hmm. my hand. But um, right. Julie Sokash, who is the uh, president of our union and one of my oldest mm-hmm. friends, she works on it too, and she kind of forced the hand. She just would not take no for an answer. I was like, but my kids are <laughs> terrible. And she said, you got three weeks. Get in here. <laughs> nice. <laughs> How did it feel coming back? Fabulous. <laughs> I got the bug again. <laughs> oh, Completely oh got the bug again. I was like, oh, this is so fun. Because I was afraid. I've always tried to keep up on all makeup products and everything. I'm always looking at everything. Uh, not that they were in my kit. However, you know, it was really easy to, to um, I think my effects kit was, you know, cause mostly alcohol-based stuff. However, my beauty kit, I think, suffered drastically. So mm-hmm. I'm not up, yeah, I don't have the latest, best products in my beauty kit, but now I have a list <laughs> that I'm going to have to get. Um, but, yeah, the minute my husband said, if you put that out there, if you put it out there, you're going to get a call. I put it out on Instagram that, oh, yeah, I came out of semi-retirement, and I, within a minute I got a call <laughs> um, from some of my girls wow. over at uh, NCIS. They're, uh, all, a mm-hmm. lot of the uh, uh, Star Trek girls went over there, and they've been over there for like 20 years. That, that show is going on oh, forever. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Crazy. Wow. Oh, my God. Yeah. What, kind of advice, <laughs> what, what kind of advice would you give to other working makeup artists you know, maybe those in film and TV who who have a product product idea. Um, what kind of advice would you give them as far as you know trying to be an entrepreneur but still working these long hours in film and TV? And some may even have families. What kind of advice would you give them? Yeah, well, a lot of them are out there and they've done better than I. I had to leave and actually just soak into it. Um, but I have many friends. Um, um, that have products have Melanie Mills and and uh, mm-hmm. now I heard her she's she might I don't know where she went I don't know if she's in Atlanta but uh, there's been many they they have done it uh, successfully uh, but they do at the same time um, the the woman that runs Dancing with the Stars she's got little kids and she uh, is the uh, creator of Z Palette and she's got mm-hmm. many stuff out there. But she does shows like this where it's two to three days a week, though not for her because she has got to, you know, she's actually working two to three days a week. She's there all week. But um, I I think you just have to find a place. And once you get to a place, um, 
Uh, on Star Trek, I always told people that life comes first, and um, yeah. I would make room for for people. I have a friend that just constantly thanks me because he was a single dad and he taught his he taught baseball with his son, and I would always let him go early. So I think it it helps if other people understand what you're going through and doing it, um, and hopefully get. I have met so many people in the business that have helped me get through it. Oh, you have to do this. You have to go through that. So hopefully you can do that. It It, it is hard. It's very, very hard. Um, perhaps a little harder for special effects because our hours are uh, a lot harder. Um, mm-hmm. But um, but for regular makeup, you know, beauty makeup artists as well, it's hard. Those hours are, are just horrendous. So you can also get somebody on the outside, like I had a good assistant working for me uh, that was doing all the order, all the orders and everything while I was gone. But still it came down to the fact that I absolutely needed to be there to actually get mm-hmm. the company going. Yep. Wow. That's, I mean, I could ask you guys the same thing because <laughs> you have yeah. mm-hmm. the podcast and the work and, and your, your cosmetic mm-hmm. company. <laughs> You should give me advice. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) You know, I think sometimes you just have to do what you know how to do well and and just stick with that and be consistent with that. And then when you add something else on, like, I mean, we have to work. We have to work to support, you know, other businesses. So you definitely you have to keep doing that. But then it's just like finding one or two things like this show we do on the weekends. You know, um, sometimes it interferes with work because we're on at nine, and sometimes I was call wondering time about that. Yeah, I was call like, time they have an early call tomorrow? <laughs> well, well, we're actually we just wrapped the show, so we're good. Yeah. <laughs> but there were there were some nights. I <laughs> that bet. We were like, oh, I my bet. God. Mm-hmm. Yes, when my company <laughs> said, "Oh, that you want to do it on Sunday," and I said, "Oh, I usually don't do anything on Sunday," and then I read up about you, and I was like, "Oh no, no, they're makeup." <laughs> They're going, no, yes. no, they're alive. No, we have to do it. <laughs> yes. Now, had this been like maybe three weeks ago, it would have been kind of tough. <laughs> so, yes. Yeah. But yeah. yeah, yeah. So it's um, it 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 can be challenging. It really can. It, it's 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 tough, but you find a way to make it work. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Now, getting so back to the product. Um, was it difficult marketing um, silicone as an anti-wrinkle product? And then were there any other uh, challenges that you might have faced just starting your business? Well, you know what? Because I just did it as I just went for it. And, uh, you know, it's like my whole thing about even makeup is persistence. So I just kept persisting and make it. And like I said, I built my own website. I didn't expect much out of it. I didn't expect it. Uh, I was just selling to the consumer, and uh, but then uh, estheticians started buying it, and I was like, mm. "Oh, wait a second, okay." And they started incorporating it into their uh, treatments, and because it worked so nice. fast on the chest, so they created this whole other genre for me to sell, and then I became. Um, yes, I was selling predominantly estheticians, dermatologists, plastic surgeons, unbeknownst to me, how I even got into that, uh, because they were 
I think it was on the doctors at one point. Um, they came out and they had my product. I didn't even know they had it. And they were like, oh, yes, it's treating wrinkles like scars. And I was like, yeah, I knew that. But So they started, you know, coming out and saying it. So it was difficult, I'm sure, except I was uh, unaware of the difficulty because <laughs> um, it just kind of mm-hmm. kept going and and it was evolving organically. Um, but then the difficulty came in when I actually had to develop a business around this, uh, you know, because it was literally on our ottoman. My husband and I would stuff orders, and and you know, then I got an assistant, and then oh, he cleared a space in the garage for me. Oh, then it got too big for the garage, so dining room table, and now I had two assistants. So it grew from that into then I started getting picked up by um, um, catalogs and such like that. And that's kind of when I had to start actually being in the business. But at that time, I didn't know, you know, I was creating monsters and and aliens for a living. And so uh, they would ask me stuff like, what's your FOB? What is it? You know, business questions. And I was like, thank goodness for the internet. Um, Because I'd look it up really quick and, and figure stuff out. So the difficulty came in the actual business stuff and then the business licenses and liability insurance and, and, you know, uh, uh, workers' compensation, all of, all of that stuff comes into your creative process. So it, it goes from creating these, which I love to do is create products. Um, you know, I've always, always been about that, even as a makeup, you know, effects artist, just working with chemicals and stuff and knowing all of their aspects. So, yes, I had to go from that to learning how to do business work, which sometimes is crazy. Wow. Do, do, are there, is there anything about, first of all, let me ask this, how did you get the name Silkskin? How did you come up with that name? Well, for, at first it was just Decolleté Pad because that's all I had. And then when I started mm-hmm. going into other pads, because everyone was cutting it up for their face, so I was like, well, okay, I'll make them for the face and the neck. And um, just seriously, one morning, one Sunday morning, I was sitting in the office and just working on this. I was off of work or whatever. Um, and I was like, it has to have a different name. It has to have a different name than decollete. And silk skin came into mind because S-I-L-C, silicone, Skin. That's that's how it came mm. into being. Gotcha. Gotcha. So let's talk a little bit about some of the uh, some of the other products that you that you offer along with the silicone pads. Well, like I said, we just we had developed them for the face, um, for the brow, and I have this one little one that I love. It's called the multi pad, um, multi area pad, because I developed it. Because I've been a sculptor in my life, because I have to sculpt prosthetics, um, so I made this one that it. I didn't want it to go under the eye because it, that is such a sensitive area. So I kind of gave it a bump out that you can't get it under the eye. But it's developed originally for the crow's feet, but I also developed it to go around the nasal labials, and it also goes over sideways. It goes over the lip lines, so it does all of those areas. I love this little pad. And um, then I created a pad, uh, which I wasn't going to create because I thought, oh, uh, I can't wear anything over my neck. It's like I've had surgery there. I don't want to wear it. 
So I created one. I did a prototype, and I did photo shoots. And the photo shoots, they were amazing. The ladies were, um, by the way, I've used most of the people, all my models, everybody, all my assistants, bookkeepers, everything are from my kids' grade school. Um, because I found a, a big, huge wealth of working or not working mothers because they were raising kids. And I was like, wait a second, you, you're, you did conventions? Is that what you did? For, okay, you have, you're my convention coordinator. So, but all of my models as well. And so I used a bunch of grandmas <laughs> and on their neck, <laughs> and they loved the product. And I was like, okay, so I'll make the product. Um, so I did the neck one. And then I did the eye one um, because, like I said, I did the multi one, do not use under your eye because it was too thick. And so then I created a much thinner version that goes under the eye. And that one, I don't know if you guys have got my um, samples I sent to you, um, but that is the makeup artist's dream because it is mm-hmm. it goes under the eye and you can do, um, it gets rid of puffiness. I use it, I I keep it cold and put it on actors in in the morning, gets rid of puffiness. Mm -hmm. I use it as a shadow shield so you can do your makeup. Uh, And and then peel it off so they're getting a treatment as well, get rid of their puffiness, get rid of some wrinkles, uh, as well as, you know, not getting the the shadow fall off. Um, Also, which I love, is uh, if you put it at such an angle, you can create a cat eye on it without even thinking. So you can use, yeah, you can use it for your cat eye. You can use it for your your liner. So those are the uh, under eye uh, pads. And then I created um, for the hands. It was like any type of pad is going to roll off in the middle of the night. It's just going to roll off. You're going to have it in your hair. You're going to have it all over. So I created a uh, hand and body treatment that is the same technology, which is SCAR technology. So think Mederma, you know, Mederma, the Mm -hmm. the liquid. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I use that type of silicone, SCAR technology, in my hand treatment. So it's the same thing as the pads, only it's in a liquid form. And that, it's amazing. It creates a barrier on your skin um, that's just incredible. I mean, water rolls off of it. So it's your own moisture is going up to the surface, but it's not going out. So uh, water rolls off of it. Um, during the pandemic, I was sending it to so many uh, first responders, nurses, and now I have a huge new fan base <laughs> because they love it. Mm-hmm. Um, and, it, yeah, it's just great. I use it on my skin. I was in New York for a convention, and the wind was horrible, and I got wind burnt. And I would put this on under my makeup, and it creates such a barrier um, that, that, yeah, I stopped the wind burn. So that was um, one project. And then I had to create, because all of our pads are reusable, by the way. Um, nice. uh, the, they don't have adhesives on it. It's the way the silicone is cured, and it becomes inherently sticky. So they can be washed and should be washed, like, once a week. And so I created a cleanser that's a dual-purpose cleanser, um, and it's old-fashioned. You guys will know this. It's a glycerin-based cleanser. Mm-hmm. So right. Glycerin mm-hmm. is such a nice, oh, it's just a lovely, I find it lovely on my skin. Um, however, yeah. it does not, it has no emollient in it, no oil, true oil, so it doesn't affect the pads. So the, the cleanser is used to cleanse the face 
as to prep right. it, wear the pads because the pads have got to be worn on clean, dry skin. Otherwise, they turn into transdermal. And if there's any product worn under them, there can be rashes or reactions. So that's why we clean the face and then apply the pads and then also wash the pads at least once a week with the same cleanser. So those gotcha. are all the products. <laughs> Gotcha. Nice. No, and no, we haven't received the samples yet, but I can't oh. wait until we do. Yes. <laughs> I want you guys to try the <laughs> I ones. I can't wait. Yes. Yes, I desperately need those. <laughs> are there any, um, are there any, well, I guess it seems like you've covered it all, but are there any plans to kind of um, extend the line any any further or or are you just waiting to now that you're back to working, you know, you see what people need and what people ask for? Well, I'm, I, you know, I'm always looking to expand. I was, I was working on a um, hyaluronic acid, and I, I can't, I couldn't find one that I loved. So I, I, I'm, <laughs> that's still in the works, and also on peptides. Um, as far as the pads, um, none other in the works are. We have been promoting like crazy our decollete pads because they're the perfect shape, um, and they we just won lipstick and aftershaves uh, um, stretch mark uh, stretch mark treatment of the year. So because they're all for uh, scars, our all of our pads can be used for uh, stretch marks and scars. So we're really promoting that uh, that instead of the wrinkles for for stretch marks and um mm-hmm. and they do they do great we have a great study on that so we're working on that promoting that but i'm always looking for new things because it's you know my creative thing is like well yes maybe i'll go back and make some monsters but at the same time i'm always thinking at this end as well <laughs> <laughs> I always so what, I absolutely always love the fact that I turned what I made monsters and made it into actually, you know, beauty for women. Exactly. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> That's the most amazing part of it all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like what else can you take from monsters and and, and let us use? <laughs> exactly. I think I had to give back to all those people that I made so ugly. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. So what's next for you? Um, I'm actually looking forward to going back and getting some extra days in just because, I, like I said, I got the bug again. I'm not looking forward to those hours that we have to work on set, but sometimes that's okay. Um, my kids are <laughs> looking at colleges, so that's the next one. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, so uh, just that. Yeah, but I am. If they go off to college, I'm like, oh, I I don't have to drive you anywhere. I'm going back to work. <laughs> <laughs> now, now, if, if you could, if you could work on Dancing with the Stars, is that where you would want to kind of like be? You know, that, or or that would be awesome because uh, you know, in the past, we didn't have a, as effects artists, we didn't have two day shows. We didn't. Have, we weren't a big on yeah. sitcoms or anything which I would have always right. loved to work on. And even though I do do beauty makeup, straight makeup, uh, you know, I was known for effects, so I didn't get the chance to work on those. But Dancing with the Stars, 
those girls know everything. <laughs> you, they, they are very much like who we would have to hire on Star Trek was they know every aspect of their career, which has always been a big, big thing for me. Um, they, they can pull anything out of the box. And, yeah, I would, I would love the chance to work with them. Um, I, I don't even know if I have the chops to work with them. They are so good. <laughs> so. Oh, wow. Wow. Well, it's good to know that Zena is still over there. Yes. That's yep. good. And she, she's another one that has her her young children and, and has an unbelievably bu- uh, business that's um, great. So, yes. mm-hmm. so how she does it all, she's the one to talk to, too. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, yeah they're, they're so talented down there. That's good. That's, awesome. that's good. I remember... Earlier on, you were saying, you know, how when you first came up with the product, you were just, you didn't even, it wasn't even like an official business. You were just, you know, um, letting, you know, using it on your, your actors and possibly other makeup artists using it. Um, do you, is that happening now, like a lot of makeup artists still using the product or are you trying to get it into the hands of, of more makeup artists? Uh, no, they, they have it. Yeah, they know okay. me. I get calls all the time. Um, I got a call from like Julia Roberts, uh, makeup artist on the last her last show. And it's like she's requesting mm-hmm. this. So they, they know it is out there. Yes, I haven't been around in eight years, but then again all my makeup artists have always worked with are around and they know the product. So gotcha. yes, I'm always um yeah, I always get it into the hands of the makeup artists because a lot of them are still, you know, good friends. And whenever they mm-hmm. want something, they can have it. You guys as well, if you need it on a show, <laughs> yeah, I will send it. Cool. Yes, definitely. Because, yep, you know, awesome. you never know if an actress is wearing a low-cut dress all of a sudden and they have this problem mm-hmm. uh, on their chest. Mm-hmm. It's like... It, Seriously, slap it on and get rid of that in a few seconds. We have one of, uh, I have to tell you, one of the funniest stories I ever had. When it first came out, um, I used to do Rob Lowe's makeup. And his his wife's a makeup artist as well. She's an old friend. Uh, But we were working together with Rob Lowe, and he, I had just come out with the product, and I had it in this little cheesy display in the trailer. And um, uh, our, our lead actress, of course, loved it. Uh, however, one day he came, he was, and you guys will understand this, he slept through lunch, and he came back with pillow marks all over his face. <laughs> and he had to be on camera in a 15 minutes or whatsoever. So I literally cut it up and slapped it on his face Well, you know, I was touching up everything else. And, and he said, what's that? He said, Camille, is that your boob pad on on my face? I said, Yes, it is. Yes, it is, Ralph. So from then on out, it has become in in the industry known as Camille's boob pad. There it is. Yes, it was. Oh, he was he was really sleepy. Yes, yes, very tired. Needed the boob pad. He needed a boob pad. So, on I mean, his face. so I guess I guess after that, he didn't hesitate to get a nap at lunch, huh? No, right? He's like, oh, she can get rid of it. <laughs> oh, that's that's oh, too that's, funny. And that's it's nice to hear that it works uh, pretty quickly as well. Yes, yeah, that's the other thing. I've I've used it on um, like models as well. Um, mm-hmm. 
you know, they come in and they're not supposed to be wearing their underwear or whatever. They're doing bathing suits and they have marks, and I've used it for that. Mm-hmm. I've used it for any any kind of marks on the skin to try and get rid of them. Oh, nice. Oh, nice. Wow. Yeah. we got to get a hold of this. <laughs> it's coming. This it's coming. I sent, amazing. You, I sent you a whole it's package so for both of you. <laughs> I, have, I have to tell you, when, when I first um, – started reading about your 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 brand i was like okay so what's in it like I was, i'm thinking i'm just in my head I, I hear you know i'm reading exactly what it is but in my head i'm just thinking like a normal old ipad like okay so what's in it i'm it's thinking in ingredients. It. yeah like, and nothing what is, what is the ingredients and then I, I had yeah. to stop and i was like wake up it's, yeah it's, it's crazy it's of course <laughs> Of course you think it's got to have something in it. And it's yes. 100% medical grade silicone and been used for 30 years for scars. Um and absolutely nothing is in it and I don't put anything in it because that then it becomes a transdermal patch. Then you're going to get into yes. problems with reactions mm-hmm. and everything. So right. I've had hardly any if I have reactions, it's usually, what have you put under it? And they're like, oh, a little acid here, a little. And I was like, no, 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 no. <laughs> that, this is a problem. Um, I've only, in all these years, um, I've only had two actual cases of silicone um, allergic reactions. And, I mean, mm-hmm. actual, they are allergic. One was my hairdresser, that's why I knew, because I spoke with his uh, dermatologist, and he was actually allergic to silicone. and But that's out of all these years, 20-some years, two people that have been allergic because that's why it's such a safe ingredient to use. And that's why I, I also I have it made here in the United States um, because we actually do have a lot of copycats out there. And they mm-hmm. went to became so, you know, so prevalent and so um, it's such a good product that, yes, of course, we got copycats, and they're all made, having made in China. And mm-hmm. uh, with inferior grade, we don't absolutely know where that silicone is coming from. Uh, ours mm-hmm. is made in an FDA facility in a sterile environment. Um, but I, these knockoffs are crazy. They're seldom, and we've hear, heard just horrific reactions, and I don't know what they're putting in there. So, and and we also cure ours in such a way that it's a plat. It's called a platinum curing process, which leaves mm-hmm. no byproducts. And all the other ones made in China are used with an inferior process, which leaves byproducts and uh, like steric acid and peroxide and all kinds of things that can become a big issue. So um, mm-hmm. that was one of the problems. So you had asked earlier what it was a problem, but that wasn't until later on uh, once we started getting the copycats. Gotcha. gotcha. Now, how how thick of a pad is it? it? It looks, I mean, just looking online, it looks pretty thin. It's thicker than uh, a, the regular stuff because I need it to mm-hmm. hold in the place of your uh, on your chest wrinkles, it needs to really hold the skin taut, and and that gotcha. gives you eight hours of not forming the wrinkles. Same things on your crow feet. A lot of wrinkles are formed from sleeping on your side, uh, especially around your uh, mouth, your eyes. Um, I can, when I'm at conventions, I can tell 
what side somebody sleeps on predominantly because their nasal labial is is more pronounced mm-hmm. on that side, and also if their uh, eye wrinkles are more pronounced. So if you sleep on one side, you go ahead and put that one only on one that one side. All you need to wear at night, but then it keeps it for eight hours. It keeps it from making those wrinkles. Um, so because mm-hmm. you're forming forming wrinkles for eight hours, so it's yeah, it's it's like don't do that. <laughs> so is there anything else that you would like us to know about your business oh i think you guys got it all out of me (laughs) or i got it out there I would just like to know when is that movie coming out? Till it's it's out, isn't it? Oh, it's out now. You've got to go. I'm going. I cannot wait to see it. Uh, 1950s. I worked on Mad Men, so. uh, But your stuff. I've looked at all of the. uh, Oh my gosh, your stuff is beautiful. I can't wait to see it. Thank you. you. Yes, you got to You got to go see it. Have you Have you heard of the story before? Just like. I have, you know, I might have, yeah, in the Uh background of my mind, I might have heard it, but then, of course, I was, yes, when I read about the story, I was like, oh, and then I listened to your podcast, and right off the top, you said, because I was hesitant to see it, I must say, uh, and Mm -hmm. right off, you Mm -hmm. said, there's no beatings, there's no nothing, it's about the mother's love to the son, and I went, oh, okay, because I'm so glad you said that, because I was hesitant to see it because of that story yeah. line I didn't know as a mother if I could possibly do that. Yeah. Um but uh yeah, but I did see I saw your work. <laughs> it's beautiful. <laughs> I, I'm I hope you uh, I'm hoping you're seeing it on the billboards uh when you drive I down did. the street now. <laughs> That's the funny thing. Yeah. I did see it on the billboards and then they um the PR company sent me the, oh, are you gonna do this? And I was like, Oh, and I looked into you and I was like, Oh my god, that's I had just seen it on the billboards. So it was nice. like, Yeah, it's all over here in LA. <laughs> so Good nice. for you. Good for you. I can't wait to see it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you would enjoy it. You would enjoy it. I mean, there, yeah, I there are moments that you, know, you cry in the movie, but you'll you'll enjoy it. Now, um, was it Jan? Who worked on Walking Dead? Oh, me, Denise. Okay, so I, you did. Okay, I worked two weeks on Walking Dead, and I couldn't do it anymore. It was hot and horrible, right? You know, it was hot. We spent most of the time in the woods. And it wasn't, I mean, the work wasn't bad. I, you know, I'm used to working in the heat in Georgia. It was the idea of the ticks. I could not (gasps) do it. Oh, okay. My mind and brain would not allow me to just put it out of my head and just go and work. I mean, every day I would go into work wearing long sleeves, jeans, (laughs) boots, um, you know, I would have my head wrapped up. Like, I mean, it it was just only because we were afraid of the ticks and like the property that we were working on, the owner of the property would not like treat the animals or, or, or the property itself, anything. And and that was a big concern of everybody. I mean, oh my god, 
people were, you know, people would go home and find ticks on them, or people would go, I mean, or people would go weeks and, oh, and, and you know, and not knowing and wondering why they're feeling so, like, of course we work long hours, but then wondering why they're feeling, you know, something's off, something's different, they're feeling tired, mm-hmm. and then, you know, and then they find a tick on them, and, and they go to the doctor, and it's like, oh, my God, I, I couldn't do well, it anymore. I just could that's not funny, do cause it. That's funny because I had, you know, because um, Nicotero, Greg Nicotero is a great yes. friend of mine. We started together, and Jay Garber was down there. And I knew I, I would have been down there if I wasn't doing this business because uh, I worked with KMB for years. So but wow. funny, the, the tick story I hadn't heard of yet. That's, yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy because I've, I've done shows I'm, in other countries where we've had to do with leeches, leeches, not ticks. But I oh. totally understand the leech or the tick situation. Uh-oh. Oh, my God. Even now listening to that, I'm like, oh, my God, that's probably worse. <laughs> yeah, but just, I had just seen just... that you had done uh, Walking Dead. I was like, oh, they know. They might know each other. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've actually done Greg's makeup one time before for um, – uh, the Talking Dead. Yes, The Talking Dead. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And and then um, I would I would do that a lot. Now I could do that. I could do all of yeah. that. Yes, yeah, that's but, in the studio. But working, <laughs> yeah, working on set, it was. It, and the thing is, a friend of mine was the department head, and so I, of course I wanted to be there for her. And two weeks, I just told her I, I just can't do it anymore. <laughs> I, it. I would just hear all the all the horror stories. But ticks wasn't one of them. That's awesome. <laughs> I'll have to ask. Isn't that crazy? People yeah. were passing out from the heat. Oh, and, oh yes. Yeah, uh, I heard this one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so I just That's had to ask that question. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was something. It was something. And then the drive, the drive there, like it was, um, it was, it was an hour, an hour, 15-minute drive every day. You know, I did mm-hmm. a convention out there during the time, um, and where I was at the convention center and where they were was so far away. I, Atlanta is like mm-hmm. it's like Los Angeles in a way. It's huge. It's, mm-hmm. it's so spread mm-hmm. out. Um, yes, yeah, so I could I didn't even go to set because I was like I have to work in the morning. And you guys are where the hell are you? <laughs> yeah. So yeah, yeah. So because they're way way out there. Yeah. Yeah, no. they are. They are. And it's like depending on the time of day that you have to go to work, it's like it may oh. take even longer than that, you know, depending on the traffic. And so it was like I don't know if I can do, you know, yeah. an hour there, uh, an hour yeah. back at night, and, you know, be concerned about ticks, you know, when I get home. and it, it's Exactly. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> Oh, oh, great. I just uh, had to ask you that question. I had to interview you guys. <laughs> not a problem. And hopefully someday I'll get down there and I will get to meet you in person. Yeah, that would be great. That would be great. Yeah. Absolutely. It would be wonderful. Maybe you can well, come and work know. with us on one of our shows. Right? That would be wonderful. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. But we know you don't do anything on Sundays, so we'll let you get back to Except for you, doing guys. nothing on Sunday. Oh. <laughs> we really appreciate I have it, to, though. Well, we I was, really well, I was talking to you. I got the um, old uh, text from the children, what's for dinner, <laughs> as usual. Uh-oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so 
So that's what I'll be doing, going home and making dinner. Okay. <laughs> nice. <laughs> well, thank you so much, Camille. We really appreciate you. Thank you so much for having me. It was it was great. Yeah, so we'll thank let, you. We'll let, once we receive the products, we'll let you know um, how they work out for us. Good, good. All right. Thanks so much. Have a great evening. You as well. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thank you guys for listening online, for tuning in. We greatly appreciate you guys. Um, That's our time for tonight. Um, Have a wonderful, wonderful evening and have a beautiful and blessed week. Good night, everybody. Good night.